DMZ Studios in Dallas, Texas. Turn me up. It's the Red Boy Radio Show. You forgot your boarding pass. Can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along? The above entitled action find the defendant Orenthal James Simpson not guilty of the more problems we see. Now this is a story. You can't touch this. Can I do that? This is the Red Boy Radio Show. Content and conversations for the culture mixed with classics. With classics. Hey, what's going on, my beautiful people? This is your man, Red Boy, and welcome to another edition of the award-winning Red Boy Radio Show. Content and conversations for the culture mixed with some classics, baby. Uh, thank y'all for thank y'all for joining me uh, again today, fam. Uh, once again, I don't know where you are in the world, but if you are listening to my voice. I ask you that you can only pause for the cause, take a minute and thank the Lord above for allowing you to be here for one more day. Like I always thank him for allowing me to crack this mic open just one more time and be able to speak with my people. And if you are my people, and you've been riding with your boy for the past six years. Much love to you. And it is greatly, greatly appreciate you. Thank you for the love and thank you for the support. Like always, fam, you know, we got a great show lined up for you today. But before we get into it, I don't know where you are in the world. Uh, but if you're in the South, you know, people try to get around and go where the money reside. We down here in the South where the sun reside and it is hot as hell today, y'all. I don't know what's going on, but I have officially canceled my reservations to hell. I'm telling you that right now. I ain't going to be able to deal with it. Not at all whatsoever. So I hope y'all are staying cool, fam. Drink y'all water. We got a long weekend ahead of us, of course. You know, uh, for a long time, it was never a worldwide thing to celebrate Juneteenth. So we're going to definitely celebrate Juneteenth this weekend with everybody. And of course, it is Father's Day. So y'all make sure y'all show the fathers a little bit of love. Give him more than that big piece of chicken that we always get every year. Don't make him work on his own damn day. You know, it's Father's Day. We still got a barbecue. We still hey. got to do what we got to do. Take the, you know, come on now. Get, we want y'all to be in y'all's element. Yeah, no, element is on that couch with the remote control on this particular day. But we know how it is. When the minister Mother's Day, y'all get it all. And that's okay. That is quite okay. You let us touch your grill, see what happens. Hey, look, for that day, you do what you need to do. All right, so fam, right across uh, the table from me is my favorite retired soldier in the whole wide world. It's my girl, Angelie, in the building. What's going on, girl? Breathing, breathing. I'm with you on that heat. Yeah, it's, Yo, it's we fire. Went, we went like, to a cigar real, real. event yesterday. I was like, I, we got to go. It's outside. I can't do the outside. Man, even if the thought of a cigar while it's hot outside or just smoking, period, anything with fire, I'm not dealing with it. I'm going to be up under my air all day Like long. I was never a soldier my whole life. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's funny because you know, everybody always say that. Oh, come on. You use a Marine. You should be used to being in the field. No, that's probably why I got out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I never want to be out there that long. You talking about 24-7 out there and then you sit sleeping on the ground? Nah, you can have that. You can have it, definitely. All right, fam, we do have a special guest in the building with us today, family. This man is doing big things. He is a music producer. He is also a host of his own uh, podcast called The Midweek Vibe. And amongst other things that he does here in the DFW, fam, y'all give it up for my homie, Mr. Cole Bain, in the building. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Man, it's good to have you in the building, man. How you doing today? I'm good. Good to be here. That's good, mm -hmm. man. Hey, we, we were laughing because uh, we, uh, we looked at the pictures on, online and we are assumed that you were me and Angelique's height. <laughs> this joker yes. walked in, y'all, and I'm like, oh, okay. 
You That's know, him. Look, he's a little bit taller than what we expected, man. <laughs> you know, as as you know, these uh, quote unquote influences now that you know Kevin Samuels put them on, whatever how they say, right. high value and that how they you yeah. know a certain height. <laughs> right. You know, I do check those boxes. I am six four. I know I I know in a lot of pitches, you know, it doesn't yeah. look like it yeah. until I stand up. But you know, I guess I slouch over a little bit. Okay, <laughs> and it's funny because some pitches you'll well, see somebody you swear they tall. I yeah. said, hey, are you? Are Oh, so he's like, yeah. I said, I thought it was you. Now, now, in my athletic days, a lot of people would, you know, would stand next to me and be like, I didn't know you were that, you know, that you were that damn tall or whatever. Like that I was like, well, it's because I'm standing next to, you know, right. six nines and six, seven, yeah, footers. seven footers. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it looked different. Yeah, look less short. It's yeah. funny how so, photography works, though. You can be real short or real tall. And people don't never know until you see your face to face. Exactly. You know I mean? Some of the shortest people, I, I assume. Uh, was a little bit tall until I saw him in person. So I guess mm-hmm. Morris Chestnut. It's like a, I saw yeah, Morris Chestnut. I said, "Hey, yeah, he's small guy happened? too. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like a, it's like a game for me. Every time I see it, I'm like, how, t- how tall are they? How tall are they? Because I'm looking at movies. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, right. They always shooting from the ground up. Yeah, he about five three. <laughs> 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 That's know? a good way to tell it. Yeah, if they always mm-hmm. shooting that way. <laughs> so yes, fam. If you are joining us, like I said, we got a great show lined up. We're gonna get to know my man Cobain, and of course later on the show, family, uh, we're gonna do something that I like to do every time around this time of year uh we're gonna give some love uh to the fathers um Let's go. i'm jokingly gonna say this right now and we'll pick it back up later on the, in the show but i did put a video out there early this week around tuesday and i was asking any and everybody if you heard the sound of my voice if in fact you had time on your hands to go ahead and send me a dm or send me an email and you letting me know what you think about a particular man that is a father who's getting up every morning holding it down doing the best he can to be the best he can <laughs> And no one, and I'm just being honest with y'all, absolutely no one sent me a video or, or a heads up or a shout out or nothing. And that's okay. It just proves my point. Fathers, we we, we don't get the same love See what uh, that the mothers was. do. You know what I mean? It's a sadness. I'm gonna, I'll cry in the car. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It, can we get a little bit of that? What what happened with you, Angela? I'm going to go ahead and say it. What, what happened? Well, you, you're going to tell me a story about your father anyway, so you're yeah, good. Yeah, but you're I good. watched it, but I thought I didn't watch I thought you were talking about a joke, but I did watch that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, ap- we appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate it. But anyway, if anybody's out there, while you, if you, in fact, you were act- actually watching us behind the scenes right now on our YouTube and on Facebook, you feel free to leave them in the comments, and I'll try to make sure I give that special someone a shout out, if, again, you have the time. But it's all good, family. Y'all just proved my point. And it's all right. I still love y'all no matter what. But we'll get into that. I got a few uh, fathers, a few men that I'm aware of that's in my life that I want to give a shout out to. And we'll do that later as well. So we'll get into it. Y'all ready? Let's go. All right. So, Ms. Cobain, let the people know, man, exactly who you are and what it is you do. Uh, I mean, the longer, the short version. Uh, yeah. I don't, you know, we here for a good time, not a long time. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I am a music producer, uh, have been for... I say, well, I'll keep it short, like about 10 to 15 years. Okay. Uh, seriously, 10 to 15 years. Um, I'm a podcast host, have been for the you know last, well, with Midweek Vibe for the last two years. All right. um, previously had two, two other shows that I was a part of before that, uh, but you know, Midweek Vibe is the one. You know, shameless plug if y'all want to, you know, go to midweekvibes.com. <laughs> you know, you can catch that or on the top seven platforms in the world, you know, shameless. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But I mean, other than that, you know, um, you know, I'm a jack of all trades, I would say, you know, um, I don't like to just stick to, you know, artists or whatever like that. You know, I I really like to, you know, score movies and TV shows and, you know, I do, you know, um, try to blank. No, um, do uh, show openings for, you know, different okay. podcasts and everything else. So, you know, I like to tackle every, every lane every if lane. I can. Yeah. All right. So let, let me take you back, man, because I want to know okay. how this, the whole thing got started. Now, I know when I was a little one. 
All right. Mama bought that little Casio keyboard uh, with the orange buttons on it. What was that? A, a Casio? What was the number on that Joker? It was a it was a small Casio keyboard, and, and the drum pads were like orange. <laughs> they had four of them on there, right? I, I was forget. poor. We had that xylophone. Yeah, oh, oh lord, Jesus! I forget <laughs> that. I look. I got one. I got one even better. I beat that. <laughs> so it actually started when I was about you know the you know the long version. It started when I was about two. Okay. Um, yeah. I remember pulling pots you know out of the cabinets and setting them up like a drum set. You know, yeah. and obviously beating, you know, um, beating all day, you know, all day long, whatever. And my mom and, you know, pops got me a little drum set, you know, when I was little. But um, from there, I was always in choir, whether it was school or, you know, or church. You know, I, I you know, they say that everybody gets their start in church. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was also, you know, um, you know, in the band. Okay. In elementary school. And then, you know, I transferred and um, I would say. Sports kind of took over, um, and obviously, you know, couldn't do, couldn't really do both, or whatever like that. So I chose the sports route. Um, went on to college and played, you know, played a little professionally or whatever like that. But music was always, always in the background. Mm. You know, whether it was stand up like four or five o'clock in the morning, you know, in college, like doing different things. And before I knew it, I was like, oh dang, I gotta get up, gotta get up an hour. You know, and um, the like the path that I'm on right now. Shout out to my boy Multi. Um, I had, you know, started making tracks or whatever, but I had basically stopped. You know, you hit that like you hit that little lull in the road, and um, a lot of you know a lot of things wasn't happening or whatnot. So I put it on the back burner. And he called me up. He was like, "Yo, I'm working on my album, working on this. Come through the studio." Mm. And he sat me down or whatever like that. And then I just I probably cranked out that night probably like 15 tracks. Wow. And from there, it was like, okay, let me get back to it. And here we are. Wow. And so did you get learning instruments along the way as well? Um, well, it's like I've been a percussionist all my life. Okay. Uh, played the trumpet. Okay. Um, played piano by, by ear. Yeah, and that's why I was going to ask. Out of those instruments that you actually got into, how many of them did you learn by ear? Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, piano by yeah. ear. I tried to learn, you know, guitar or whatever like that, but it was like I, you know, I couldn't get, you know, the strumming of it with that so I was like maybe I picked it up later yeah yeah but a lot of people do that a lot of producers that I've talked to uh, in the past though they they kind of learn everything like they want to do by ear and then that's they just go with it and that's what no lessons no nothing just by sitting in front of a TV or that's whatever that's how you produce you gotta listen yeah you gotta, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be able to hear it. yeah I mean you know I, I don't know for you know a, a lot of other ones but I hear I hear a lot of notes you know mm. probably that a lot of people wouldn't or you know, when I'm listening to somebody's album, I like to listen to it in headphones or, in the, or you know, loud in my truck because while you're listening to, like, the bass and, the, you know, bass and the kick and the snare, mm-hmm. I may hear, like, this one one or two, like, you know, strings that they put, you know, yeah. up under up under the bridge or whatever, and people are like, how'd you hear that? I'm like, well, you know. You I mean, trained your ear to do that. Trained my yeah. ear to do it, yeah. Yeah. You did that with, like, a lot of music, like, when you... Especially like a song, a track that you really, really love, you know, and you got to, but you really like to sit in and try to hear everything in that. Everything. Yeah. Like, like one of my favorite songs, it, well, not one, the, my favorite song of all time is Marvin Gaye, I Want You. Okay. And That's I don't know a if. Bad track. And I don't know if, I don't know if y'all have ever, you know, heard the, uh, the studio sessions. I heard some of his and some of Sam Cooke's. All right. Yeah. So the studio session is basically, and I like, he's the coolest cat ever. He's literally laying on the couch mm-hmm. while the band is playing or whatever like that. He's instructing them, but he's singing every chord, every note. But I just, you know, songs like that, I just sit up and listen to the musicianship and, you yeah. know, whether, like, what a guitar comes in and that comes out and the bongos over here and, you know, 
even to, you know, Marvin Gaye and how he's actually singing, which is uncommon. He's, he has three lead tracks mm-hmm. going all at once. Normally you have the lead, you know, the lead track and you have like all of the, uh, you know, the background vocals stacked. But he has three different lead vocals going at the same time, which is crazy. Wow. So, you know, I sit up, I sit up and, you know, try to listen to things like that and try to pick up, you know, things that I can incorporate in my track. So. Wow, that's deep. Uh, real quick, shout out to my girl, uh, Ronnie B. She says it's the Casio MT520. She has had 49 keys, 49 keys in the size on it. That's what she's talking about, yeah. No, but I want to say, too, listen, what you're, what you're saying about you getting that ear in it, I remember there was something on uh, social media that really caught my attention was someone that posted something about Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And they went over every, because you think sometimes when you're a kid and you're listening to Michael Jackson, you hear background singers. Mm-hmm. Rarely did he have background singers. He did everything by himself. So you mm-hmm. actually hear the studio version where he's in studio and it's on every track where he's got the whole his whole harmony, whole little bit of everything. Then he puts a little beatbox in there yeah. mm-hmm. and everything. That was bad, man. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. it's like, well, you're talking about Mike. One for me that, you know, well, she gets lost to me is Brandy. <sighs> now. Not to me, brother. Not to me. I'm I say like, Brandy is one of the... Um, if you want to say holy grails or voices, whenever, whenever, yeah. whenever they say, and this like this tripped me out, because obviously you know you, you know a lot of singers have auto tune, whether it's just mm-hmm. a little hint up under. Yeah, they said that Brandy, Brandy stacks her vocals so tight that she tricks the machine to think that she's singing auto tune sometimes. Wow! And I'm sitting here yeah, like, I gotta go back and listen. <laughs> See, look, it's, look, you see, it's always one. It's always one. <laughs> it's always one. <laughs> no, but I mean, but for, you know, voices like that or like Jasmine Sullivan or, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, or like one story, I went to Anita Baker concert and it just, you know, you talk about that trained ear. Yeah. She's on stage with like with everybody and like I hear her like yell out to the, you know, to the engineer, the sound guy. She's like take my highs out and put them on it like and put them on the you know the background singers take this out or whatever and do this and I'm like okay I know if I'm listening to headphones I can hear but she's with all like with all these people in here yelling yeah. and cheering noise, yeah. and everything all the noise yeah she can pick up on that that quickly wow and tell like and tell and she had to tell him a couple of times I was like somebody get fired tonight <laughs> but <laughs> that's our job that attention to detail yeah yeah mm-hmm. man that's something that's something so I know you're saying that you uh, actually cut a couple scores for some some movies uh, you're talking about some the local movies here or anything yeah indie, we, we indie films indie uh, film? okay. so if you talk about Rented Love um, just scored uh, a movie on um, Draper Don't Kill Me uh, talk about it right <laughs> hey. now but uh, Lover's Revenge a okay. um, movie that uh that we just finished. Um, other than that, I've uh, done, like I said, Countlet. Well, did uh, you know a couple seasons with Southern Truth? Okay, yeah. Um, and you know a couple other, couple other different things. But okay, yeah. So tell everybody right now what what you just dropped and how, and how that project come about. Oh, uh, what well, funny, funny story. So um, I've I've dropped seven beat tapes, you know, okay. thus far, and the one that's dropping officially tomorrow is. I entitled it B eight Bible goes west. Bible, you know, goes. Bible goes west. I know. I know. We all remember that movie. Yeah. Like you know. Uh, you know. Uh, you never, talk, you're talking Angelina. Never, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know. Fi- you need. You know. My fi- brother had five Okay. Yeah. You know yeah. who it is the mouse. Yeah. She right. put all the right. cassette tape in me. Huh? No. I'm talking Thumb about the, the mouse. Over. What are we talking about? 
Five, oh. Five Goes West, the mouse. Yeah, oh, okay. that's what I said. All right, All right. praise the <laughs> Lord. Wasn't that his song somewhere? <laughs> she got one. Yeah, well, it's close. Yeah, but I thought you were finna say over, over the rainbow, but I no. got you. Okay. Somewhere <laughs> out there. Somewhere yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, look at you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, well, the B tapes actually started. Um, so I was a I was a producer. I, I say that sometimes I have the Q tip complex, where you know Q tip. They said they would have to literally take the recordings from him. And put him out because he's uh, such a perfectionist okay. that like they would literally sit up in his catalog forever without you know seeing the light of day. I was like that, you know, until um, what's this? Two years ago, um, so twenty twenty twenty, mm. got into a car wreck, and I was sitting like sitting down with everything, and I was like, you know, I got this gift that God gave me. Don't know what you know. Uh, don't know what I'm gonna do with it. You know. You know. I know. I know my capabilities in this and the third. And I was talking to my brother-in-law and he sat up and told me, he was like, look, I'm gonna tell you like this. He said, if I are, he said, if you are who I think you are, mm -hmm. he said, then release it to the world. He said, if you, he said, but if you think that this is your best, he said, then hold on to it, you know? And here we are tomorrow releasing, you know, the yeah. eighth beat tape and eight, each beat tape has, you know, its own theme. Mm-hmm. You know, whether, okay, so this one, Five Goes West, I'm pretty sure you can guess, this is all West Coast. Okay. So, okay. I'm a Cali yeah. folk, yeah. you know, get your dickies and you know, your chucks <laughs> out, out, you know, and- uh, Your rags. And your rags and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that and that whole theme, I've had, you know, well, I've, I've released two of them on Valentine's Day. And okay. so, I literally, I literally say, you know, to the fellas, here's the soundtrack. You don't have to do anything. Just get you a bottle of wine. Bam. And let it do the trick. Like them 90s mixtapes. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like the like the 90s that's called Get the Draws. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. You All know. Right. Uh, but yes, this is the eighth one. And um, it's actually weird to me because normally, you know, you release B tapes or whatever. I tell, you know, artists and whoever, mm. hey, if you want, like, if you want to write a song to it, you know, put some to it or whatever like that, send it back to me. Like, let's collab, this, that, and the third. But yeah. the way, like, the turn that it took, I never knew like that it was affecting people in that way. So I've had people, you know, message me and say like, you know, your beat tapes got me through the day. They calmed me down. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a, a friend who said like she works, you know, with uh, with kids after school. And she said that she put it on and they calmed the kids down. Oh, mm. Things like that. Okay. I mean, you know, friend, she'll probably kill me if she's listening to this. <laughs> but uh, a couple of them that I released on Valentine's Day, she said that she listened to it and... Um, she got yeah. pregnant. <laughs> not not preg not pregnant, not pregnant, but let, let's just let's just say she had a dream that night. Okay. You know, and, oh. and had to and had to, you know, take a shower the next morning. Wow. That's I don't want to listen to that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> That's yeah. deep. Now, listening to your music, because you know you have a lot of producers out there, and you can kind of tell when they produce a particular song, right? No matter mm -hmm. who, whatever artist they're working with, you can kind of listen and be like, okay, that's Babyface. That, that's Teddy. Yes. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. what would you describe your sound as? Not not a particular person, but I guess, does your, does your sound unique? Like, do you have a particular style that you go after when you're doing it, or you kind of switch it up? Um... Now my like my in my my intent sound, mm -hmm. I would say it's a you know it, I do I deal everything with soul, okay whatever soul. When I'm listening to different samples, whether it's songs or you know uh, sound kits and this and the other, I'm listening for more of that 
more of the organ, more of the, you know, I want to say trumpets, but, you know, that just that, you know, the rolls, the soul, and, that, you know, my, like, the percussion of it, I can mm-hmm. take, you know, I like to take, you know, um, whether it's go-go or, you know, regular beat, believe, like, different pockets. Now, I've had a friend tell me that if Timberland and Pharrell had a baby. Okay. That would be, that would be the lane okay. that I go in. But like I said, I like to, uh, you know, I, my motto with, with everything is I don't leave no stone unturned. So like this one, B8 is, you know, um, West Coast. Mm-hmm. All Like all 11 tracks are West Coast. I have one that's in my phone that I haven't released yet that's all um, second line. Okay. Or New Orleans Bounce. Okay. Oh. Um, I have, you know, like the ones, obviously we know the ones on Valentine's Day are more yeah. of your soul love songs yeah in that range so but each one like but each one of them whether like whichever lane it is you yeah. will see like certain percussion like that's me okay so yeah so yeah. commonly those who are your fans and have listened to it today they can say okay that's yes that's cool okay uh-huh. i got you yeah. right, let, me, let me hit my social media real quick because uh, i believe ronnie had a question ronnie b shout out to you she's like bobby brown's favorite fan uh <laughs> she she knows there's a backstory to that but i won't tell everybody today, right? uh she said what advice would you give to others looking to tap into your industry especially when it comes to scoring films um advice i would say uh, whatever, like whatever, whatever lane or whatever you know ideas that you have, just do it. Yeah, just go for it. You know, um, don't like, don't be afraid. But whether you know, and I know in our industry, a lot of people look at what you have. You know, they may look at okay, you don't have an NPC or you don't have this, or you don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it doesn't matter. Start. You have you have to start somewhere. Yeah, and I say like there are a lot there are a lot of people who. A lot of people with a laptop, you know, and a little, if we say the little Casio or whatever yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but we'll, but we'll crank out more hits or a better sound than a lot of these producers that are in million dollar studios, mm. whatever. Um, I would say network, you know, um, you know, whether it's social media or, you know, if you know somebody in that lane, like, you know, just talk to people, get to know them. You never know. Yeah. You know, I would, I wasn't intending, you know, to score movies or this, that, and the third. It just, you know. Draper hit me up one day and was like, hey, we're doing this, we're doing it, blah, blah, blah. Do you have this? And I just so had, like, I mean, I create every day. Mm-hmm. But I had them, and it, you know, it was a fit. And so just off that, you know, just off that connection, you know, you make, you know, a lot of other ones. So it's just like, you know, just like you want to make a video. A lot of people make videos and, you know, want to go viral on social media, right, this, that, and yeah. the other. It's the same effect. You have, to, you have to start somewhere and keep at it. Consistency is everything. Yeah. You know. That's true. That's true. Now, when you got, of course, you're making this music, you're growing up, you're listening to, to all this music, you're learning how to play uh, piano, so forth and so on. When would you say was that moment, like someone gave you a response, or you got a particular response from either uh, fans on social media or someone that was in your life, and you said, you know what, I'm doing exactly what I should be doing? I would say when I started getting the responses that I was getting uh, over the music, okay. like from like from different, like, uh, you know, have friends that, you know, deal with anxiety and this and the third. And like I said, they would hit me up and be like, this calm, this calmed me down. Yeah. Or this got me through this morning and these meetings or this did this, whatever. Then I was like, okay, my original intent was, you know, obviously everybody would love to get attracted to Jay-Z, would love to do this and that. Yes, I would love that. But 
I feel like there's a whole nother lane that my yeah. music is, you know, is affecting. And yeah. so, you know, with that, I was like, okay, I would like, I, now I'll send, I'll send music to, you know, different people just to see their reactions mm-hmm. or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I generally know what certain people are going to say, Yeah, but you know, others would be like, yo. Cause that's what music, well, to me, music makes you feel that moment in time of where you at. Like exactly. I can think of a song and I can totally remember where I was at, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I can tell you a smell. Yeah. my song <laughs> that I was going through. So music makes you feel. Yeah, it does. And, you know, a lot of a lot of music reminds you of movies and, you mm-hmm. know, the whole nine. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so my goal now is just and I think I think it's more of, you know, the authentic part of it, because I don't, you know, a lot of like uh, and no hating on them. But there are a lot of producers that just make beats in 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever like that and just <laughs> want to crank them out this at the third. I generally, I generally, you know, I, I make things that feel right to me. Mm. So if I'm going through a, if I'm going through a sample, I'm uh, I'm doing something, and I'll nothing against nothing against this job, but trap music. Okay, for the life of me, it's the simplest. It's the simplest. It's the simplest track you can make, mm. but it's the hardest to me because of it being too simple. Because, because, like I said, I'm used to, if you want to say the musicianship, the, you it's know, too the, fast. the soul, not too fast, mm-hmm. but okay. So a, a, a trap beat is nothing but you have, you have a, uh, you know, you have a loop, mm-hmm. you have a kick, a snare and an 808. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a sub. It's so simplistic to me. Mm-hmm. I want to add like mm, <laughs> a I keyboard. You. I, I want to add like yeah. this over here. You want to create with it. Yeah, it's like I want to, cre- you know, I want to create, you know, Basquiat, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and not nothing against it, but not your daughter with the crayon like, right. on the you know, wall. <laughs> right. So that's what I said. Like, it, you know, it's so simplistic. I, you know, I want to create more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I can understand that because, I, you know, it's one thing I always uh, thought about, too, when I'm listening to particular music. Like Angelique said, you can, you know, you can remember exactly where you were, the smell or what have you. Cause it has so much feel to it. So I, I always wonder, and maybe you can give me some insight when it comes to producing music, how do you tap into that particular feeling? Cause I'm quite sure you can listen to a particular song and a beat that you did. And you kind of already know this is what this is going to make this person feel like, or, mm-hmm. or they're going to feel a little bit nostalgic over here. Cause it might have a little bit of old school soul in it, yeah. or I'm going to have them thinking about, you know, uh, 99 to 2000 over here mm-hmm. with the bounce. You know what I mean? How do you, I mean, how do you tap into that? Like it's, like literally like just sitting down like I may I may like I may well I have a million different loops or you know samples mm-hmm. on like you know that I go through but I'll just sit there and like I said like I'll listen to one and it catches me and I'll listen to it over and over mm-hmm. and like I said I go for I go for that feeling you know and and literally you know this you know obviously you, you know that. you bear like you bear your bear your soul into mm-hmm. it but there's sometimes I'm you know listening to a sample and it will little it it will literally take me to it like without without putting drums over it without putting you know hi hat or anything it will literally take me to a place I have li- literally in creating I've literally cried sometimes oh, wow wow it's, yeah. it, and and it's because like I you know maybe because I am working on you know another project uh, released in the fall and so I have certain certain ideas in mind mm-hmm. or whatever and you know. Uh, you'll sit there and you know try to picture it, try to put the whole picture together. Like you know, Five Goes West. There are, there are a couple of them. As soon as I heard the sample, I'm like, okay, 
I've look, I've you know, I'm not from Cali. I'm not, but I've seen you know, seen the movies. NWA was one of my you know favorite groups growing yeah. up, and you know, obviously Death Row and you know and all that. But some of them I can picture somebody you know sea walking and you know crump and doing like and doing the actual dance. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, now I need to take my time with it and bring that to life. Okay. You know, and do it justice how you know how they would see it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but, we could, we can feel the music, but you can see the music. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I can see. I can see a lot of it. You yeah. know, and mm-hmm. I have to look. I, it's it's something that doesn't shut off. Like we mm-hmm. can go. Like we can leave up. We can leave out of here right now, and they have elevated music playing or somebody playing. Not like I'll I'll hear something and I like I'll immediately go to my phone <laughs> and try to look it up. Well, they say musical yeah. geniuses do that. Like like that's why Michael Jackson had to take sleeping medication in Prince uh, because they don't sleep. They can't turn their brain off. Can't because you mm. can. It's constantly a, a movement in motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's deep. That that's 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 pretty deep. So if you had the if you had to sit down and think to myself, think to yourself, hmm, this is the artist I is a dream that I would want to Ooh, work with. Who would that artist be? I don't want to put you on the spot, but mm. give me at least give me top three, if not five. Top three or five. You had that opportunity, be like, yeah, this is who I want to work with. And in no particular order. So that way <laughs> that way they don't feel bad, you know? Top three or five yeah. artists. Um, I'd say um one rapper. Uh, goes by the name of Sky Zoo. Okay, he's out of out of New York. Um, I first learned about him. Um, he was signed to Ninth Wonder in Jamla. Okay, um, Jasmine Sullivan. <sighs> I mean, off top. Yeah, that's Olivia's all time favorite. That girl, bad. <laughs> yeah, Man. yeah. Uh, I would actually, I would actually love to do an EP or something like with One Twelve. Okay. Oh just, yeah. man! Just because, just because, like, like I said, you know, musicianship. So it's like, you know, those are four singers who I like. All of them sing lead, and well, I mean, if they're you know not still bickering, right, <laughs> right. Uh, that's three. <laughs> I mean, obviously, uh, Nas, okay, uh, Jadakiss, Jadis, yeah. I mean, yeah. of course, Jay Z, you know, but yeah, that's everybody's <laughs> list. That's everybody. Yeah, list. you know, um, those are. I mean, but. Not to slight anybody, if anybody's listening out there or whatever, right. like that, I'll, look, I'll, I'll work with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Dre, no Dre. Dre? Um, you talking about, you talking about Dr. Dre? Mm-hmm. Sure, of yeah. course. I would, I would love to sit down. With, you know, he said artists. I mean, I, yeah. I still, I just consider yeah, him as a producer. Still. As a producer, I would love to sit down and you know pick his brain and mm-hmm. you know see you know what he's thinking in certain you know in certain aspects. Yeah, he you rolls know. that motion, and I mm-hmm. and I was seeing, and I know you you mentioned jazz and everything. And I was seeing because if you went back to the brandy thing, because I'm going to tell you that's one yes, of her too. the artists that I don't think that people truly truly appreciate her because I think I think because we started off so young when she first came out, right. and but mm-hmm. as I listen to most of her CDs, especially Full Moon. That Joker right there is just it's one of the best albums I ever heard in my life, and not just I'm not worried about the songs and song lyrics. Mm-hmm. I li- the listen to the harmonies yeah. and how she put the the notes together. Mm-hmm. That girl crazy. Like She's out of this world. Man. I'm serious. It's, it's ridiculous. And I like I was sitting there watching the like watching the verses, mm-hmm. but obviously I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. And obviously like people and I get it. You know, people are like, you know, Monica, Monica, this, and I'm like, are y'all really listening? listening. Yeah, not yeah. to the, look. Not, okay, the music is the music, but Brandy was doing runs over her runs. 
live. Why? Right. And I'm sitting here like, are y'all right. not listening to what she's doing? Yeah, I yeah. that, but I'm a lyric chick. So, oh, are you, li- <laughs> you know, these new songs, I got a hook and I can't get with the hook, but I'm cool. I love me some, some good, lyrics. Some well, good lyrics. Well, well, you know what it is, right? Mm-mm. It's, you know, pre-show, like inside the people, pre-show, like we were talking about and you said that, you know, your attention span, like 30 seconds is right. other. So a lot of people's attention span now is not long. So, right. you and know, now I can't remember the three lyrics that they got because <laughs> it's just so uh, short where yeah. I can remember a song from the 90s that had 12, you know, long lyrics. Yeah, and, it, and, no, and I can remember it all. Yeah. And this, you know, and this, this is what I'm explaining. So everybody's attention span is so short now. Mm hmm. They literally, the standard, it used to be three verses, two hooks, a bridge, and, you know, maybe something at the end. Now, yeah. you're lucky to get two verses yeah. and two hooks. Like, like, the standard now is literally a two-minute song, just mm-hmm. strictly because, like, everything is so instantaneous. Yeah. Like, today, at least, probably at least 10, like, 10 albums came out. You know, Drake dropped, you right. know, some at midnight or whatever like that. They're anticipating. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, here recently, like, well, no, pretty soon you're anticipating Chris Brown, you're anticipating, you know, Beyonce, Beyonce. or whatever. And, like, you listen to an album today and tomorrow, but it's like, okay, now, now what? Yeah. Mm, now what we got? Yeah. Well, we were driving to Memphis last week and I told Trina, I said, is this song ever going to start? See, yeah. The intro oh, was four intro. minutes long. I can't even <laughs> think what song was. I was like, oh, turn yeah. it, turn, turn. Yeah. So they, I'm about to say, yeah, so, so they give you a hook. They give you a hook or whatever that's catchy and it's over and over mm-hmm. to hook you in, so you have like so you listen to it even more. Right. In retrospect, to we go back to my favorite song, Marvin Gaye, "I Want You." There's a minute and twelve. There's a minute and twelve of just instrumental. Oh yeah. Before he even says a word. Oh yeah, because I I had it on '80s R&B. So none of them songs started right away. No. Yeah. And I'd be like, "What song is this? It's going so long." Yeah, but yeah. you know, if you think about it, though, that was the best back then. Growing up, that's I think I can appreciate how they let the song marinate. I yeah. appreciate yeah. it, so yeah. I could go ahead and stick my cassette tape <laughs> in and push that, record. And that, and that's, and that's the thing in the old, like in the older days, or whatever. You know, you you hear Timberland or you know, you know, Pharrell, or, you know, all of them talk about how they like to make music that's timeless, that's classic, mm-hmm. that lasts mm-hmm. or whatever. And, oh yeah, and you know and. Other than you know what they're doing now, yeah, chicken yeah. noodle soup won't be you know. <laughs> uh, maybe in New York, <laughs> yeah, maybe in New yeah, York. Yeah. <laughs> but you know they, you know, back then it was twofold. They made they made music like that. Had to make a whole you know album a classic, yeah. Because I mean you couldn't rewind, you couldn't skip, not like that. It had to play all the way through. Nowadays, you know, you're lucky to get you know four songs out of fifteen, sixteen that you really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's because like everybody skips or whatever like that. They're just trying to get you know these songs for streaming or, you know, the record labels only want like these so they can make their money and yeah. you know, going about yeah. it. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Cause that's something I definitely miss. Cause even when you talk about it early, Angela, about how the, again, how the music brings you back to memories. That's why mm-hmm. I love doing the show. I do. Mm-hmm. And to add that old school music in there, because you know, you're listening to us talking with chit chatting about a particular topic, but I also want to take people backwards a little bit. So you can kind of remember where you were and I always try to bring mm-hmm. a particular song that goes with our particular topic so everybody can feel like oh, okay yeah I remember that or oh, I was over here at this water park that day or I was over yeah. here mm-hmm. you know at the movies or we was at the skating rink this week I you know, learned that's- though when, when there's a good song on an album whatever you gotta go and listen to the whole album cause it'd be some song that they didn't yeah. put in rotation that's the fire be the it's song. a Beyonce yeah. song um, You Are My Rock Mm-hmm. It didn't get no airplay, whatever. That is one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Nobody knows what it is because you have to have listened to the album, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And there, it was 
it was towards the end. Nobody listened to it. It got no radio play. Mm-hmm. Say that. Like there, no, there are a lot of album cuts that, you know, you'll go through. And I mean, a lot of people literally just, you know, go through and listen to, you know, right. what's on the radio, this and the third. But to me, like the album cuts are better than, you oh, know. yeah. Alicia Keys, that girl on fire. I listen, I'm like, every last one of these mm-hmm. is fire. Yeah. Why they only play two <laughs> <laughs> on the radio, you right. know? Because, I mean, those are the ones that they're pushing whatever mm-hmm. they yeah. to get the radio play or like to, you know, put in different avenues. But, yeah. But I, I, I love to listen to mixtapes mm-hmm. more than albums. Okay. Because the mixtapes are where these artists, that's, that's where you get the real artists. Mm-hmm. Not like okay, so with the with the record label, these like these artists are the you know the label is like okay, no, we need this type of song, mm-hmm. we need this type like no, you know her is uh, an amazing artist, but on her album, I know that's not her. Like you seem like I look since I got it out the mud, that's it. That's not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that that's the the label. Like okay, we need this radio song. Mm-hmm. You know, so okay, we're gonna put Quavo or whoever on it. Like it's gonna, you know, make it popular. It's yeah. gonna do what it do. Now, Trey song like people like Trey songs, Chris Brown, whatever that. They're mixtapes mm-hmm. from start to finish. Bet like to me, better than the albums mm-hmm. because they have the creativity to do whatever what they, they want. Do. Yeah, yeah, you know. So let me let me ask you this. So we're talking about that when it comes to music drops and new music, what have you? Aside from you doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Kind of let me know how much time you spend just listening to just music, period. Just I mean, kind of relaxing and bring it all in so you can kind of get a feel for whatever I mean, you put out. How many hours in a day? 24. <laughs> <laughs> That's your full day? <laughs> no, like, like, yeah. like literally. Like if, yeah. you know, if I'm not creating um, or like, take, like taking the time like just to, you know, watch, watch TV or this and the third, like I'm, I'm listening to something. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, looking for different samples or different songs that I can, you know, sample or whatever. Yeah. Or, or like like today, listen to Drake albums earlier, you know, um I'm listen to, you know, the the compilation album that Snoop just put out. Okay. You know. Yeah. So it's like I'm constantly da- either downloading music, downloading samples, listening to something. Yeah. You know, catch, like trying to catch trying to catch an idea spark. Now my t- like our team literally like says like no, you need a break like take a break. Mm. Like I have a homegirl who's like who told me after uh, the six Bane tape, she was like, because I was already it's like, okay, I put that out. Now I have something like, you know, I'm already on to the next one. Like, you know, yeah. I, I got something I need to put out in the fall, this and the third. She was like, take a break. And really like, you know, pay attention to what, like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. She was like, not everybody, you know, has the opportunity to put, you know, music out mm-hmm. that's on all streaming platforms, you know, around the world that, you know, people listen to. Take a like take a second to, you know, to understand, like to take that in and understand it. And then you can yeah. I'll, and I'll be like, okay, I can, you know, I'll take I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna do nothing this month. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then a week later, you, you know if that's your passion though, that yeah. that is a break. Yeah. I it mean, is. you doing it every day, that's your break. That's your peace time. So. Yeah. yeah. My I'm about to say my break is when I'm sitting there and they call it, I mean, writer's block, you know, creative block or whatever. Like, yeah. I'll, it, there are some days I'll sit there and there's, you know, uh, nothing coming out. Oh, okay. You know, so I'll shut everything down. I'll go watch a movie or something and then, you know, come back. And then, you know, it's it's there. I crank out. So, yeah. yeah. Well, do you ever switch genres? Like, you ever kind of throw in a little country or rock or whatever just to see if they got something that might, that might pique your interest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do it all. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, uh, <laughs> 
Matter of fact, I just, uh, because shout out to Draper, um, on our podcast, he got me into, uh, we have a segment called Lyric Lounge where uh, now I literally get my response in, you know, in bars or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm transitioning over to the artistry side. Okay. And so, yeah, there, there's a, a rock song that I sampled recently and made a song too. So, yeah, whether it, I, like I, country, rock, Mm-hmm. pop whatever it is like if i if i can catch you know a little pocket in their inspiration i'll i'll yeah uh, i'll attack it that's what's up man that's that's, that's so. like i said it takes the genius to do all that i just <laughs> yeah but like you said people's attention span is short sometimes I mean, it is like, yeah. so and, short, and it even we're talking about the actual listeners but sometimes it's, again like you said i'm not trying to hate but then i wonder about the producer that's putting the trap out there how's their attention span too you know what I mean? Because that's why it's come well, out so short. That's their job. You know? That's their passion. So they hear it different than yeah, we do. Yeah. But it, it, I just wish, like we said earlier, I wish it would have time to marinate a little bit. Yeah. And get more <laughs> to the music side of it. Because lyrics are going to carry you so far. Yeah. And I think for me, like I said, it, it's it's more so a music. Because even, even being young, I would hear a song, right? Mm-hmm. And I might like the beat. But until I see the video and then move to the beat, now mm-hmm. I'm in love with the songs. So yeah. I like yeah. it at first, but then I get in love with it when I see the visuals. Because now I see how they feel, how they how they dance, and how they move to that particular beat. And that's how I kind of fell in love with them. So that would have made me go in that back then. We used to go get singles. Oh, <laughs> can't do that no more. Yeah, we go get them singles. You know what I mean? Yeah, everybody I traded, had a big old I CD booklet. Egypt yeah, mm-hmm. and traded a Michael Jackson single for an Ivory Cane. Wow. Mm. Billie Jean Billie Jean I got a and whole they gave Ivory Cane That's oh, love yeah. That's love yeah. Wow <laughs> <laughs> Alright so Cole Before we actually switch lanes And get into our topic of the day man, Just go ahead and let everybody know About the uh, Midweek Vibe Alright so Midweek Vibe is um, A podcast like that I host Along with uh, my partner Draper Winston um, And just to briefly describe it whatever we, our, our, our motto is No Stone Unturned okay. uh, We talk about anything Up under the sun From politics to current events, to you know, sports, everything else, but we give everything in a comedic, you know, okay, fashion. Um, we have a you know certain se- segments, like I mentioned, lyric lounge, where Draper gets to he gets to pick any song, any genre, you know, whether it's pop, country, you know, opera, whatever it is, but he has to say like he has to say the lyrics in a theatrical voice. So okay. he said it in um, <laughs> Terrence Howard. He's done, you know. <laughs> Where the money resides, he's done yeah. Kamala Harris, like everything else. But the caveat of it is, I have to give the response or my interpretation mm. of the lyrics and what he's doing. Okay. And like I said, like it started out just me giving like you know a funny story or interpretation. But I like our Christmas episode, you know, last year, I did a nursery rhyme, and so he was like, "No," he said, "From here on out, you have to give it in bars." So. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like I'm rapping the response, but yeah. like the trick of it is, I don't, I have no clue what he's gonna say, what song or any of that. Okay. So so it's really like, and he he doesn't know what I'm gonna say or or what, but yeah, we you know we have a couple of other different segments, but for an hour and a half, it's just us giving you, if you want to say a hood or you know a different perspective on a lot of different topics in a comedic uh, aspect. That's what's up, man. Yeah, you got to have a quick mindset to be fly like that. Yeah. Oh, no, you do. (laughs) Yeah. You do. Most definitely. And it sounds like fun, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. You know, and I... Because I be like, uh... (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, like, and, and, you know, it's how the game goes. Like, sometimes I, you know, I tell them, like, after the show, I be like, yo, I, you know, I I just didn't have it today or, you know, 
certain things wasn't coming like coming you know quickly or whatever but then there, mm-hmm. there are other days where he's like dude like, i'm like well you know I, I was just in that mode and you know they yeah. the lyrics just like the lyrics yeah. in our tongues just came and out and y'all grew so. up together because like me and trina got that thing going on i can finish yeah. her sentence you yes. know and i know what she's about to say and you know we'll start laughing before we finish the joke because <laughs> you know what's coming <laughs> yeah <already. laughs> yeah there, like there's there's certain certain topics that we you know that we go through so i have have a segment called like mid, i call it the midweek minute Okay. Where, like, I literally find the craziest stories, craziest mm-hmm. stories in the world. Mm-hmm. And, like, we, like, it'll be a certain aspect. And, like I said, I'll, I'll say a joke and then he'll come on top of it. And we back to back for at least, like, 15 minutes. And, like, we're literally crying, laughing, whatever that. But, yeah, that is that, you know, mm-hmm. that connection. Yeah. And tell everybody know when they can hear uh, the midweek vibe and uh, when, they can, we, when they can view it as well. So We air every Wednesday. At six thirty Central Standard Time, um, we go live on Facebook Live. Okay. So if you go to Facebook, uh, it's two words: Midweek Vibe. Um, or you know, if you want to catch the replays of the you know Audio the previous yeah. you know one hundred thirteen episodes, I always like to do shameless plugs. Hey, it is what it is. Sell it. You can catch look. You, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Pandora, YouTube, Audible, Google. I'm missing one. Uh, did I say iHeartRadio? There you nah, go. All right. All right. All you catch us on all of them there or whatever. So we like, like, whatever, like, whatever you're on, you can catch us. That's what's up, man. Yeah. That's then, what's up. Yeah. And then go to like midweekvibes.com. That's what it is. Midweekvibes.com. Well, where are Fifa going west? Where are we going to get that at? Oh, you can get that on iTunes. iTunes. Like Apple. Tidal. Okay. Spotify. It's on YouTube. Go. All right. So we I'm so we search so we search, what they what they search for to find it so that make sure they get the purchase. Uh, you can just put in Colbain and mm-hmm. put uh, space and then put in B eight B eight. So Colbain okay. B eight. Yeah, matter of fact, on on those platforms, you put in Colbain and it'll all of my B tapes should come okay. up. Okay, I was just specifically talking about like you know if you want to use like my music you know for your stories anything else on I on IG whatever that they're on there mm-hmm. too. Cool. So IG and TikTok. So okay. that's what's cool. up. I love yeah. that, man. I love. Thanks for that insight, man. Especially when, it, I like I said, I, I love speaking speaking to people like your artists, like yourself. That that's you know they have to use their brain every single day, of the, you know, day of the week and the time just to get that right sound, that right you know symbol, uh, and flute, piano, whatever, just to make that beat work for you. You know yeah, what I mean? And then yeah. you know that you when you give it out and you put it out into the world, they're gonna they're going to love it as much as you did when you put it out there. You know? Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this too. Like, you know, obviously we, you know, everybody loves social media, whatever that, but yeah. don't be fooled by some of the stuff on social media. Yeah. A studio session is not like, Hey, just walking in and you look, you just thumb up a beat like real yeah. quick. And it's sometimes it's just sitting there and thumbing through 30, mm. 30 to 50 different hi-hat sounds or, mm. you know, like 30 to 50 different, you know, kicks trying to get that right, you know, right sound or whatever. Or it may be, doing something you scratch that and you you figure out something else so it's it's yeah. a whole process wow take up a whole damn memory card <laughs> just, uh-huh. just yes. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i got gotcha. you yeah well definitely man. I, I thank you for coming through man and giving us that information man we're gonna go ahead and move forward fam uh our special guest code is gonna stick with us and we're yeah. gonna go into we're gonna talk about since it is Father's Day weekend, Let's we're go. gonna talk about these files. I want to make sure that since the woman, <laughs> women always get their flowers, mm. which is well deserved. Now, don't get me wrong; it's well deserved because don't do the violin. You know, we none of us will be here without a woman, so I'm a, I'm gonna yeah. give that love. But damn it, when that's our turn, well, it's we our turn. We wouldn't be here without a man, so mm-hmm. that is yeah. correct. I'm that, glad. I guess that's correct as I'm well. Glad, you know, I'm glad somebody said. Yeah, you yeah. said and you said it out loud too. This is yeah. gonna be you know it's gonna be archived, right? So and your girlfriends, I'm cool. 
Go ahead. Go. I love me some means. Time, okay. time stamp that. No. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, fam, y'all keep a lock. If you listen to us on social media, y'all know how this works, fam. We're going to take a quick break. It may go silent on your end, but stand by. We're going to come back and I, y'all going to hear us talk about uh, the beautiful fathers, beautiful black queens. That are, queens. I'm saying queens. I'm talking about us, kings. Let me switch that back. Since I said the word oh, beautiful, I'm we so used queens. to saying okay. that about y'all. Handsome. Now it's our turn again. Giving love to my strong kings out there. And if you're watching me on social media, if you have some feedback, please bring it. But y'all keep it locked right here. We're going to get into some BMU. You remember BMU? No. Black Men United. Oh. That's my favorite father song. Because all the women, they got all the mamas and mama this, mama that, the soul food. Papa got... Pop was a Rolling Stone. That's it. So we got to find something to get some motivation. Okay. Family, y'all keep it locked right here. It's the Red Board Radio Show. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Content and conversations for the culture. Mixed with classics. DRBRS. Who you know do it better.
Right, family, we are back. This is the Red Boy Radio Show. I am your host, Red Boy. Right about now, family, we're going to get into our Red Zone topic of the day. And today we're going to hand out some flowers to the fellas. So today's topic is going to be Papa's got a brand new brag. You hear me? <laughs> um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to brag on some good fellas today, and I want y'all to do the same. If you know that you have a special man that you know, he gets up every day and does the best he can to be the best man he can. He goes hard for his family, as tough as it is in today's world. Show him some love and give him some flowers. Not literally, because we don't like the whole vase and all that. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just talking my conversation piece. <laughs> give him his flowers and show him some love. So we're going to talk to everybody, myself, okay, Angelique, Cole. We're going to just kind of speak on either our fathers or some other fathers as well, and we're going to show them some love. So, Angelique, since you're the lady in here, and we need to hear from you first anyway to give us that shine, go ahead, give us a little story or something or what it is that you feel about your father this father's day. All right, we're going to talk about my daddy, but but real quick, yeah, my brother, my battle's here, and okay. he's one of the greatest dads I know, and he don't want me to, you know, he's Get off him. camera, y'all Get can't him anyway. see him, <laughs> but Rodney is an awesome dad, and yeah. I know he don't think I know he is, but you know I know that you're a good dad, and I applaud you, because, but you know, most of my male friends that I know, like, I don't have the story where I know deadbeat dads. I just mm. don't. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, maybe it's the circle I travel in, but the yeah. guys I know, they've got custody of their kids. They doing the thing. I mean, I know more men, which I didn't think this was possible, but women who have walked out on their kids and the daddies have stepped up into the oh, role. Wow. And I know wow. a lot of those. Yeah. And it's amazing to me. Um, my dad. I love my daddy. Um, he was the strictest, meanest daddy growing up. But <laughs> as I grown up, I realized my daddy was there day and night. He might not have told me he loved me, but there was food on the table. I had one of the greatest dads, super intelligent, grew yeah. up um, in the uh, the 40s and 50s in the projects in Chicago, um, Section 8. Mm. Um, daddies weren't allowed in the house. If you were going to get Section 8, you couldn't have daddies in the house. Um so my daddy grew up in Chicago and he didn't have a dad. And because he didn't have a dad, he said he was going to always be 110 percent because he didn't have that. So he knew what it was like, to, yeah. you know, not to have a dad. My dad speaks over five languages. He was in the military, um, educated, went to Chaminade in Hawaii. It's a college in Hawaii. Um, I mean, I just don't have enough to say about my daddy. He pl- taught us to play chess. He played badminton, tennis. I mean, he was always there. Read me a golden book. I don't know how many daddies know. You know what a golden book is? I have no idea what a golden book is. Every night I got a golden book. That was the Saggy Baggy Elephant, the Red Rooster. It's a series of books. You said the little golden book. The gold trim on the side. Yes, it has the gold trim. I got one of those no matter how tired he was. And my daddy was a military man. So sometimes he didn't get home till eight or nine o'clock at night. And he made sure that, you know, I got a book every night. And I was daddy's girl. So I have nothing but. Good stuff to say about my dad. Now, I got some butt whoopings. Yeah. And there was some <laughs> discipline. But as an adult, I love that discipline and that butt whooping. I can say that out of my friends, my close friends when I was little, I think it was about 10 of us, there was only two dads on the block. Mm. And so 
my girlfriends loved coming over and listening to my dad. My dad going to come over. You're going to come up to the house. He going to say one sentence in four different languages just because. Yeah. And I would roll my eyes and this <laughs> and that. But, you know, I'm so excited as an adult to tell these stories because there weren't any daddies around. So my yeah. daddy was everybody's daddy. And my dad was kind and compassionate. We grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, a very racist area. Um, one of my best friends was white. Jennifer, I don't know if you're listening or not. I thought the cutest thing was um, she came to the house and my dad is very dark skinned. Mm-hmm. And she came to the house and she said, Mr. Barton, can I ask you a question? He was like, yeah, sure. And she said, well, why is the bottom of your hand the same color as my hand? But the top of your hand is dark. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's going to get this man started. And he knew she was a child. I mean, we must have been eight or nine. He said, because yeah. that's the way God made me. Mm. So those questions didn't affect my dad like that, yeah. you yeah. know. So they could come over and ask my dad, you know, is is um, Angie's mom putting chicken grease in her hair? And he was like, you know, <laughs> where you know, a, another dad would get mad. My right. dad was so understanding because yeah. you realize that was taught. That mm-hmm. wasn't something learned. That was something somebody had told her in her household, and he loved dispelling, you know, myths like that. Yeah, I mean, I had an unusual. I, I'm mixed race. So we grew up in Hawaii. My mother's Asian. And I remember she used to um, like to climb coconut trees to get coconut. And so she said, be on the lookout for your dad because he didn't like that. He was like, I can't have my wife climbing up no coconut tree. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I was supposed yeah. to be on the lookout. But I would get distracted real <laughs> easy. And I'd be playing. And my dad would come up and say, what you doing? I'd be like, playing. And he'd be like, where's your mama? <laughs> She's up a coconut tree, yeah. you know, climbing a coconut tree. She come down yelling, "Why you do?" Oh, I forgot. Well, Lily, I mean, well, technically, you didn't say nothing. Yeah, right. I, you just look. Well, I was supposed to tell her <laughs> he come, but I would yeah. forget. Yeah, I would forget. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I had the best childhood, the best childhood with my dad. Like I said, from one thing he wouldn't do because he was a military man. We used to beg to go camping. He was mm. like, "That's not happening." Okay. He he was not gonna go camping. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm like, <laughs> a little like, tired of the field, real quick. Yeah. You spend a couple nights outside he wasn't playing gonna fake go war. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, and I think my mama gave him his flowers. Um, dinner was on the table every day at four thirty. Um, you know, my mom maybe because she was Asian. You know, uh, she loved serving my dad. So yeah. you know, coming home, food on the table. We had his favorite foods, which I thought was just nasty: cream corn, lima <laughs> beans, and liver. I'm like, Ooh. can I just go and get the bill? Yeah, the yeah, liver. Yeah, I skipped the liver. The yeah, liver I'm I skipped gonna get the sure. bill. Yeah, but he had his favorite foods: pork and beans and hamburgers, and and we ate, and he got served first, yeah. and there we sat go. down, and we was gonna eat whatever was put in for it. In front of us, because my daddy, he worked hard all day for that food. So we had to eat it, whether you liked it or not. Yeah. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing you said. That's why I love calling this topic, Papa's Got a Brand New Brag. Because mm-hmm. some you said at the beginning of your comment, you was basically saying that throughout your life, you hadn't, you don't know that experience of deadbeat. Oh, yeah. No. Which no. is why I love this, because no. we're changing the narrative. My yeah. goal yeah. is to actually change the narrative of the whole deadbeat thing, because us fathers, we already got it rough enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's hard on us, but we still don't. And like quit. I said, we maybe my circle moving. is different, but it's a blessing there's not to have no dirt way. deadbeats in there. I have amazing uh, frat brothers, Jay Cassius. I don't know if he's watching this or not. I mean, he's got custody of all his kids. Yeah. And I've got, I can, I can name about 10 of them that yeah. have custody, which to me as a mother, ain't no way I'm leaving my kids. Right. It just ain't no way. But yeah. I know a lot of men who have raised and have custody of their kids, which like I said, I don't, I can sit at the round table with my girlfriends and 
I can mail bash because my my baby daddy's so definitely <laughs> daddy's so definitely they it skipped a generation yeah, yeah, with yeah, mine. Yeah, we ain't going. No, we ain't going there. But, it's the flower time. We but you know, my circle yeah. is not their circle. Like yeah, they know yeah. a lot of them, you know. And yeah. I know. Wait, maybe because I know a lot of military men. That may be it. Because my, be. my military men, they take care of their kids. I, I don't know. Maybe because yeah. they're used to being gone. And so it, when you come home, it's a celebration with the kids and stuff. Or, you know, yeah. you miss your kids. It's a whole different. Different vibe. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Cole, what you got, man? Oh, man. I mean, uh, you know, just like, you know, she said, I I, I don't know deadbeats yeah. either. Like all of my, like, you know, and I, I tell them all the time, all of my partners, you know, amazing fathers, like they're always there day and night, you know, and I'm the soundboard, you know, so they, you know, vent to me sometimes like, man, it's hard to say. I'm like, look, keep doing what you're doing. Like your, your kids appreciate you. They this, they that, you yeah. know, they like, trust me, when they get older, just like me getting older, like I, you know, obviously, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, your parents are strict with you and they tell you certain things. And, you know, like I said, I was a little different, you know, with sports, weather, so I was always on the go in certain lights. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, you know, I wouldn't understand why I couldn't go to this party or why I couldn't, you know, do this or why I couldn't go to this and a third. Yeah. But, when, like, you know, as I got older, I started to understand a lot of different things. And even even getting older, like, really figuring out or or, or knowing who my father was, Mm -hmm. ironically, off of, like, my my mannerisms or, or, or the things that I would do. Because we would sit around and, you know, Thanksgiving and eat and my brother pointed this out and he'd always like like the joke or whatever. But sitting down and me and my dad sitting next to each other, I, I, like our arms are folded, mm-hmm. our feet are like folded at the ankles, whatever like that, right leg rocking. And he was like, oh, y'all twins today? <laughs> and I mean, I am named after my dad, but look yeah. over and I'm, you know, I quickly like, but you know, understanding like, you know, who he was by his his old coaches coming in, like you just start to look at things like totally different. Yeah. You know, so understanding like how he was there and how my stepfather was there or like the different coaches, you know, in your life or even looking at like like I said, my friends now, I have a friend who the mother left left his son mm-hmm. like at the hospital, you know, at birth. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like without question, like he went and, you know, Got him, and I saw like you know he was like us growing up younger, like trying to find, trying to find our way. But yet, yeah, he has his little son, like you know, in there, and never skipped a beat, never complained, this any other. Mm-hmm. Or, and I, I know we giving flowers over then. I'm not yeah. trying to, you know, not trying to bash, you know, no, women. No. Yeah, don't get child support. Huh? Don't know. <laughs> don't get child support. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, know, they don't get child support. Don't get child support. And you like in in some cases you have this vindictive, you know, baby mom over here, like Mm -hmm. trying to keep, you know, trying to keep the kids away. And I I see like ladies, I wish you can see how like how it kills some of these men Mm. that they can't see their kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because of you not like not understanding that y'all just because y'all's relationship is over. It's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. You know. The kid is the most thing important and all of that. So like hurt people hurt people. They That's do. All I'm gonna say. They yeah. do. People will you have kids? People. No, I don't. Not yet. Okay. I got two I got two goddaughters though. Okay. Shout yeah. out to them. Hey. Yeah. It's important. Godfather's important. I if I tell yeah. you my village, boy, yeah. <laughs> it went for my village. I Yeah. yeah. I'd be locked up. You know, so I look shout out shout out to all the dads, you know, out there. Hopefully, you know, um I said this pre show, but yeah. Hopefully, you know, y'all get a, a actual gift. 
this year. <laughs> right. You know, and not like like I said, not that not that raggedy tie from JC Penny. <laughs> you know, not don't get the two ladies, don't get the tool set ah. and gift one tool a year. <laughs> Just because you try, just because you try, just because you trying to save money or whatever. Uh, yes, we look. Yes, they like the cards or right. they look. They well, don't see, y'all men need to do like us women because we we'll tell you this is what we want for Mother's Day. See, well, here's the difference. I'm, I'm gonna say this from my <laughs> point of perspective because we're joking now, right? Yeah. yeah. But honestly, from from my perspective, um, and I guess I'm a little different because, and again, I'm, I'm gonna go to where Cole. I'm not bashing anybody. Mm-hmm. My story is my story. That's so your it's, experience, it's my right? Truth. Yeah. So I didn't really have my father around, so I know him, but he was never around. So now, being a father and and watching Ray J just you know flourish and grow into a young man, and like you said, mannerism, he try to act just like me all the time. I don't need that gift because my gift is sitting upstairs in yeah. the bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I never look for the ties or the gift cards or whatever. You know what right. I mean? Just that presence of knowing today I get to wake up and spend time with him. I'm good. So I know society is conditioned us to wait for this particular day to get that special oh, yeah. love, just like Mother's <laughs> Day. Mm-hmm. If I don't show you the other days of the year, that's, that's what I was a, telling Cobain. I didn't never you know? need a gift. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. my gift was watching my son walk off into the military knowing he wasn't dead, locked up. Yeah. He wasn't, yeah. you know. That was my gift right there. People yeah. like, you're going to cry when he leave. No, I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made you feel good. Yeah. 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 But, you know, if you are going to give a gift, you know, give a little bit more thought. Right. Y'all then. need to say like we do. Look. I'm telling you, us women will say, hey, we want that Chloe uh, perfume yeah. or we want that Tiffany bracelet. Y'all better start saying what, what you they, want. What they do say it. Or you're going to yeah. get a tie. What, or it, what they do say Because they make them cute gift boxes. Really I don't, cute. They do say it. I don't, uh, don't want to bar- I, I don't barbecue for the whole family right. on the day that's supposed to be celebrating me. I shouldn't me. be cooking. I shouldn't that's be cooking. Thing. I shouldn't be out there. Cooking. You shouldn't, but... Yeah. I, it, and, See, and we're not going to bash, but well, you know what's yeah. women? We'll but, cook when we see. And it. I'm saying, I'm not saying you got to cook, right? Right. But we can order in. Order in. Yeah. Go to a, re- well, go to a restaurant like y'all, yeah, like, do like, a y'all like to. Yeah, go to a buffet or hey. something. Yeah, we, we good at breakfast. You know what I mean? I'm, I'll take some breakfast. Good in a men, though, so. are usually surrounded by good women. Right. True. And good women are going to take care of you. You would hope so. Yeah. Y- you, you would hope. hope yeah. You know. I, yeah. I don't know any women that have good men that don't, <laughs> right. or they wouldn't be around. True, true that. True they wouldn't that. be around. I, I, I give that. I'm, I'm going to uh, give a shout out to a couple of men I know out there, and then before we get out of here, I'll uh, read a particular uh, message that was sent to me, of course. No matter what, and you just said it, I got a good woman. So she made sure yeah. she sent the message to myself and her dad. But we'll get to that one uh, later. But I, I'll give a shout out to a couple people real quick. Uh, I got to give a shout out to my, my brother, Nick. Uh, he's got uh, three beautiful girls and I pray for him every day and all of them just graduated high gorgeous. school and all of them are, yeah. are pretty I don't know how ready. he made it but he made it because <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is it's gotta be tough but um, if you look at him and the dynamic that he has uh, with his daughters it's like because cause Nick uh, you know he grew up and he's he's very much in love uh, with video games so he okay. has his own uh, uh, Twitch account and the whole nine and he does a streaming he got a streaming channel and now his daughter do it with him. Mm. And that's their particular bond. So they yeah. spend nights on end doing that with one another, just laughing and have a good time. And no matter what, that is their bond. And you see it and you just fall in love with it because now, you you know, because, yeah. you know, they, they say that when, when women grow up, you know, and they find that man, they're going to marry their daddy and then vice versa. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the men will marry their mother, you know, you know, so, yeah. so that's so seeing Somebody that and seeing traits. that dynamic, yeah. you know, that those girls are going to be OK, because even the way that I see Nick treat them, you know, what I mean, they're going to know 
ain't no man finna disrespect me like no. that because right. this is what my, this is how my dad treats me. We have a good time together. That's why I'm we sitting at the other together, end of this you know table I mean? single so. right now. Because <laughs> if you can't do what my daddy did, I don't know. can't I, have I, it. I'm, I'm conditioned. You know, I'm conditioned. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. so salute to my uh, brother Nick, and he, of course on, online he goes by uh, Proper Nick, and on his channel, also want to send some love to my other brother David. Now, when I'm saying these, my brothers, because I know y'all who know me, these are my brothers in love. We all grew mm-hmm. up together, so we're not blood related, but we're love related. Okay, so shout out to my brother David doing his thing too. He him uh, he's been through uh, some trials, not only with uh, his kids, but also his wife as well. She uh, survived uh, two brain aneurysms. Mm. And I know that took a toll on him, yeah. a very big toll. But if you see him now, and because she's okay, she survived. And of course, I love being around her because you can't tell her nothing now. She look, she done been saved twice. Look, she gonna live it up. You know, we we always talk about live it to the fullest. That's what she is right now. And so to watch him be in that same space, knowing that all of that was almost destroyed, and how he could still stand up like a man and do what he can for his family and so forth and so on. It's a beautiful thing uh, to watch and what, you know, you would want to emulate as you uh, get older. So shout out to him as well. Um, to, I got two more real quick. Sorry. Uh, Cause I, I got, I got a few men in my life that I, I look up to, but these two are very, and I, and I don't mean to leave anybody out cause I got plenty. Oh yeah. So I'll like shout I out said, to all of them. Whole these, oh, no, I'm good. sorry. These I ain't named no names, but yeah, ahead, I'm, yeah, I'm just naming. Yeah. So my grandfather, he's passed now, but, I will say growing up because of my situation, uh, being technically fatherless, uh, again, no hatred to my dad, love him. Uh, but this, again, that's just my story. But going to in a space of being around my grandfather, um, he allowed me to see what a man really was like Took care of my grandmother. Didn't take no mess behind my grandmother, you know nothing whatsoever you know i remember he left me and my brother stranded one time we were getting ready to go to louisiana and we were happy because we, we we lived with my father for a while mm-hmm. and we got to you know love you know baton rouge louisiana for a while so we had left and we came back and we we're getting ready to go again and my grandfather said okay i'm gonna take y'all down there with me we was like all right cool we was ready all right we couldn't wait we we're gonna see some old friends we all excited and everything else and after clear blue this man walks upstairs and he's like uh twins let me talk to y'all real quick i was like all right papa what's up uh look here man and he just said it straight up. He said, there's years ago when I came to pick y'all up from Oklahoma to bring y'all down here, I was away from my wife, talking about my grandmother, I was away from my wife for two days. And I promised to I'll never be away from her ever again that long. Mm. So if I take y'all to Louisiana, I'm breaking my promise. So y'all got to stay here. See y'all later. <laughs> Well, because well, he, you know, and, and what, yeah. can, what can you do? Right. do what nothing. can you do but respect it? Because now he's talking about my grandma too, right? But that was the love, and and before he passed, they were married for sixty two years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he not only that, but he he worked hard all the time for his kids, and 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 the way he loved on my grandma that taught me what a real man was. Most so I would I, I appreciate him, and I dedicate me being a father to him first, mm-hmm. and then secondly, I would have to give a huge shout out to my. Um, uh, his son, my uncle Creighton, my uncle Creighton is my uncle, of course, but he's always been there. Even since we were little kids, if you tell him you got something going on, this gentleman doesn't ride. He doesn't mind driving as mm-hmm. far, you know, I live in Louisiana. It takes about 10 that well it used to be take about, you know, 10, 12 hours to get to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It takes about, I guess, six hours now to get to Baton Rouge from here. But whether it's a graduation, it's a wedding, it's a, it's a whatever, what he, when it's something huge going on, you let him know 
He gonna get in the car and he gonna come see you. And of course, him the same way, the way he raised his boys, you watch the relationship the way my cousins, his boys have with him. It's a beautiful thing. So now I actually piggybacked off of him because I watched how him and his sons react. <laughs> so now I have that particular relationship with my son, meaning we can, he still knows I'm dad, but we can also be cool. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm not his friend, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But we are cool. So when I walk in the house, like he can say, hey, what's up, red boy? It don't hurt my feelings. Yeah. It don't bother me because I know that's what he sees. That's what he's mm-hmm. in love with. Yes, I'm his dad. He knows when I put my foot down, oh, it's on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he also knows that he can relax a little bit. And I want it that way because if... You want him to be up there, you still. Yeah, exactly. And, and there you go. I want him to be not fearful enough to it. If something happens to me, I want to be able to go to my daddy and I want to tell him there you go. we can sit down and have a conversation. Let his hero be in the house. There exactly. You go. There you go. And that's what, that's what I took away from Uncle Creighton. So being what y'all said to earlier... And I'll get handed back to y'all before I get to, to my wife. But that is one thing that I really enjoy so much about being that I, I, I enjoy that. And I take on that responsibility of being a father. And I don't want to fail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's right. important to me. Yeah. Like you said earlier, you don't see my vision does not allow me to see how you could ever leave or want to leave and not be around your child, that's right. you. Yeah. That's your I legacy. Exactly. You know and I didn't I, even know women did that. It's confusing. <laughs> men, yeah, the, men and women. I mean, men do it too most yeah. of the time because mm-hmm. that's the narrative. When you watch TV, the narrative is father's not always there. And I can never, so, and, and I'll be honest with you, those shows, I can't watch them. No. They irritate my spirit because I know that's not us. Yeah. We are we are better than that. And we got probably more fathers that stick around than not. Mm-hmm. But of course, when we in society and the way we've been conditioned, they make you look at it a different way. So I would never want that narrative to be attached to my name. And that's and this is not saying anything is wrong. We we every we don't have our problems, but I always say, even if for some odd reason me and the missus don't ain't together. I, my son will never have to know what it feels exactly. like to be without a father. I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell this one story. Yeah. Um, so an ex, like an ex of mine, and obviously you know in the beginning like you have all those you know yeah. scenario questions and getting to know each other or whatever. And the scenario came up: what if you had a kid mm-hmm. already, and like we were, and I was like, I would be over there like helping with homework. I would you know be in the lives as any other. Yeah. And she was like, well. You know, you got to take care. I said, listen, I'll always take care of home, but nothing's keeping me away from, you know, my kids. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. And I, and I, you know, I have to look at it like, you know, and if you're going to come in between me and my kids, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if it's going to be a strain. That's I definitely mean, something you should discuss as, you, as you're dating yeah. if somebody has a child. Yeah. Yeah, you should. And, you know, and like you said, like, you know, the, like, you know, you didn't know, like, there were a lot of women that, you know, did. It's, it's like watching the news. Yeah. You know, they tell you what they, they tell you what you need to hear, whatever that not what you need to know. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of women who yeah. leave, you know, who leave their kids, you know, uh, you know, but we all we always hear about like the deadbeat dad, mm-hmm. not the moms to this and the third. So we say like, shout out, shout out to all the dads. Yeah. You know, who go like who go above and beyond and you know and do their thing and for you women out there <laughs> please not too much, not too much. Please <laughs> right, right. <laughs> gotta say this. I said I said every year on social media, please sit down. This is not your day. Oh. You are a you I are, was gonna ask Angelique whose day is it? I don't you, have friends like that. Like we don't we don't like I said, I know a lot, unfortunately, a lot of single women. I don't know any single women who want those kudos for being um, father too. Yeah, <coughs> but there are a lot online. There are a lot. Yeah. I don't know it. I'm the mother. Yeah, I'm say, the mother I, and I the father. And like I said, my, yeah. my group of friends, I guess 
I don't I didn't know y'all was that bad. I mean, y'all is y'all are awesome set of friends because I don't I don't I don't know those kind of people. But you have them. And yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. And the comp- I've seen them, but they ain't in my circle. <laughs> yeah. And the, the crazy part about that is and I will say this to I'll say these to the queens with love. Mm-hmm. When you do that, when you actually say I'm holding it down, we already know that because you are a single mother. What yeah. happened? I get that. Right. But the more and more you put that out there, it's kind of not necessarily to me, but it's, it comes off as a level of disrespect. And I say that because that's because you're a daddy. What, what, you're 100 percent daddy. But in, but in reality, to those those guys that aren't, it yeah. don't even roll off their back. But I say this with for, in, <laughs> more reality to it is, especially if you have a boy, mm-hmm. you can't teach him how to you be can. a man. No, you can't. You know what I mean? So if you're if you are you have a boy in your life. And you're taking credit for that. It, it, it's kind of, and I get it. I understand mm-hmm. it. I still love them, but it, it comes across as a level of somewhat not disrespect because mm-hmm. again, you can't teach him right. right how to be a man. And sometimes, how can you? And I don't know unless you bring <laughs> another man in. Yeah. How are you going to teach the daughter who she should marry if there's a not not the father's not there? You know what I mean? Us I, a lot so of I us don't it. have so, fathers, so believe yeah. me, we yeah. raising men to be men. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it offends you because you're a real man and you're a father. Yeah. Those deadbeat fathers, it don't bother them when we say this. It don't it don't affect them. Yeah. The kids out of sight, out of mind. Let her deal with it. There you go. And and, and like ladies, I'll I'll just put it to the women. I'll put it in 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 a totally different way. Yeah. Whenever you feel like that you have to come on social media and say like, I'm the mother and the father. Mm. You're actually diminishing yourself. Mm. You're taking away from who you are and what you bring to the table to prove to everybody out there that you you are a quote unquote mm. dad. No, you're a mom. Mm. Yeah, you're a super mom. mom. You go above and beyond in what you do. But mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the other side so you can see the frustration, the tiredness. A woman Let's that goes go. up and says that, she's tired. She I get get, it. Listen, she gets sick. And guess mm-hmm. what? She still got to take care of everything while she's sick. So yeah. what? when you see women that do that, hurt people hurt people. Yeah, I get and it. And hurt people going to respond. And Facebook, half the stuff I, I listen on, I see on Facebook, I see, you know what? That person is venting. I yeah. can't tell you how many times I've invented on but Facebook. don't wait till mm. Father's Day to do yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> Father's Day is not the day. Right. It's yeah. going to happen. The yeah. same jokes that you see, women will see were... She be out in the club. How's she going to call herself a mother? Okay, can uh, I get a break? Yeah. So no. you're going to see that from both generous. <laughs> I mean, I But do. to steer away from that, let me, let, let me tell you about my daddy. <laughs> so let me get I'm going to steer away from that look, the, I, the, the controversial I, the topic, topic. The topic look. is Papa's got a brand I'm new brag. I'm yeah. going to so steer away from that. So Cuz I was about to hold on. I was about cuz I was about to say, I was about to say I look, I didn't know a lot of these women had kids until it came around the Mother's Day. Ah, you don't see it like you, you don't look. You, they don't post see, a kid. Don't they don't have, talk I don't about. Kind of, I don't. I yeah. just don't have them kind of friends. I have. I have people that no, post memes. I, yeah. I mean, I have people that post memes about their <laughs> friends being backstabbing and stuff. Yeah, I don't ah. have that either. Okay. I just. I have. I didn't know y'all. My friend group is awesome. I just want y'all to know if y'all listening. Y'all were awesome. But back to my daddy. <laughs> All right. So, All right, we got I, we got I, about ten. So another yeah. good yeah. thing about my daddy. Um. I'm trying to say this without sounding like he was controlling because he wasn't controlling, but he refused to let my mother work when we were children. Mm. And I remember my mom, because he was just the E5 in the military, which is not very high ranking. And he had three kids mm-hmm. and, you know, my mom wanted to work. She's from a third world country. She's used to working and she wanted to work, you know, to bring extra money into the, into the household. And, you know, she asked my dad, well, how come I can't work? 
And my dad said, because your job is to raise the children. He said, if you get a job, mm-hmm. he said, then you have two jobs. And I have one job. He said, ain't no way my wife is going mm. to have two jobs. Mm. I and I sit that. at home with one job. I dig that. He said, so no. He says, we're not poor by any means. He mm. said, we're not in abundance of money. He said, mm. but I make do. He said, we, we're we going to be equal here. He said, yeah. I go and I work outside the household. You work inside the household. Yeah. And no woman of mine will have two jobs and I just have one. I dig that. And yeah. And unfortunately, men, the ones that I've dated, <laughs> this is why y'all ain't coming up to par. Uh, because I, my we daddy give, said, we my daddy, flowers. we're giving flowers. You know, flowers. my daddy, my daddy set the bar. So yeah, I don't yeah. know how to accept less. No, I get it. Um, you know, and that's he a good set way. the bar, and I just, I, you know, I dig that, and I look at it this way too. Um, and, and again, I give again. I, 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 I never want to come out across to the audience as, as anything other than a lover of queens. I, I've said it so many <laughs> times because I'm here. I am here because of them, so they'll get all the love and respect that they so deserve. Um, but I will say this: I think in this new era, because I can understand where your father's come from during that time. But in this new era, I never feel like um, that when I get home. That it's all her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I go home, I still tell people at work, yeah, I'm going to get off of this job, but then I got to go do another one. And mm-hmm. that's whether that's right. just a small piece of piece that we don't think about. And this is this goes for mothers and fathers. Yeah. But we're speaking about the fathers that the small pieces of because you know how perhaps we could be. Sometimes we got to turn off that and be vulnerable. You know what I mean? It's sometimes it's tough because you, 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 yeah, your son, you want, or daughter, what do you want? They want to see you tough, but all at the same time, they got to see you break down every now and again. They got to see you be vulnerable to, to life and so forth and so on so that they know how, you know, one of the biggest myths that I grew up on was a, a man ain't supposed to cry. Oh my God. Look here. We be watching movies. Mm-hmm. And if it, if I watch a movie and good things are happening to some people, Bloop! It uh, is, oh. and I don't I mind didn't that see because my dad I want my son I to be able to be vulnerable. You know, a sophomore in high school, and that's because my uncle died, and mm. that was the first time in my life I ever saw my dad. And yeah. and I came across it on accident. I, we got the phone call, and I went in the kitchen, and he was standing there, bent over the counter, and he was yeah. crying because that was his dad. Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah. he wasn't allowed to have a dad, you know, in the household growing up. So that was his dad. Yeah, but um, you know that, and that's that that's that generational thing. Like yeah. we're taught from you know from birth. Yeah. Not like basically don't fear anything and never show emotion mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever. So like, you know, a lot of it, it, it deals with a lot of men now who don't know how to express their emotions. Yeah. So what yeah. like that? Yeah. Not like to piggyback off of that. Yeah. I'll, I'll be sitting and watch a movie and I look at myself like, why am I crying? Right. coming from? Yeah. I done seen Titanic 50 million right. times. Like what? Is, I know they died then. Why are you crying? <laughs> never let go, Jack. <laughs> Jack, no, never let go. Look, that's a whole nother story. Since we give, right. since we give him flowers, right. Right. since we give him flowers, they broke this down. It's enough room on that board where he could have yeah, got up on that. there too. He could have got up on there. We we going No, yeah. you six, that. you six folks. Listen, <laughs> that, that, listen. That, that door ain't gonna hold both of us, boo boo. Listen, you gonna have to float off. No, no, no. We had a ba- <laughs> we would had a baby on that uh, on that on that ocean. We had to keep warm anyway. She could have laid on top of me. You ain't gonna sink oh my dough. You ain't gonna sink my dough. Too heavy. Now Ray can get up on the dough. Uh, yeah, I could. You I ain't could. gonna be able to yeah. get up on the dough. Yeah. Mm-mm. Listen, these are paddles. Yeah. These <laughs> are paddles. We can make it work. Like, we can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so real quick before we get out of here, family, go ahead and uh, uh, give a shout out to my wife and tell her much I appreciate her sending her message over again. Papa's got a brand new brag, so even though I'm going to read something about myself, not trying to be conceited about it, but hey, she happened to be the only one that sent <laughs> hey, me the DM hey. or the email, you know what I mean? But first, uh, I want to give a shout out uh, to her father as well, who, who has since, uh, he's also has passed. 
Um, and of course, we're, we're coming up, I believe, and I could have it wrong, baby. So please forgive me uh, year two of him not being uh, present uh, for Father's Day. And I know how much she struggles with that because she really had a wonderful relationship with, with her dad. And so much so that my I'm thankful that my son was actually able to see that relationship. So every now and again, he'll just wake up some days and he'll be sad. And be like, What's wrong with you? I miss my papa. Oh. So that's that's a good yeah. thing. So uh, let me read what she uh, wrote to her Hold dad. On, one so quick I can, question. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. How's brother-in-law? Brother-in-law. Oh, he. Oh, I'm sorry. My brother-in-law is doing wonderful. He is another wonderful dad. He coaches his son Evan. See, I almost left him out, and that I would have been feeling bad. But he just had a quadruple bypass Ooh. surgery, and he's doing just fine. He's oh. gaining strength is every day. Yes, he's home. Oh. So shout out to yeah. Henry. Henry Jackson doing big things and another wonderful father who has an older son has uh, Henry Junior and of course my nephew uh, Evan and he yeah he definitely goes hard for them as well oh, that's so good. gotta I love it so so let me uh, read this uh, about my um, my wife's uh, father since she, again since she was the only one who decided to send an email how y'all y'all went went to sleep on her brother hey, hey. but it's fine <laughs> all right so her Father's Day tribute she says my dad was from a different era and sometimes had personal struggles but I always knew he loved me and was proud of me and my sister. His pride and joy was his grandchildren. I owe so much of my work, effort, and tenacity to my father. I know that he is watching uh, over me, and he's watching. Well, he's watching over me, and he's watching over my family. So, shout out to her father for that. Uh, like I said, another good man. And my my wife, you know, I always laugh and joke with it because they uh, they from the country, country. You know what I mean? But that, that dude, he did. He he worked hard, and every day you see him, uh, he always had his overalls on. But he was a hard worker, y'all. He was. So, so much, much, much love to him. Uh, and then she says about me, and of course, she had to make this one longer. So I got to read through all this, but we'll get through. <laughs> I love it. Uh, she said, tribute to my husband. She said, women are designed to do it all. And you guys are. Uh, good men and fathers are so necessary to make this work for the current and next generation. A good father is a young girl's first person to understand and how a man should treat her. And as a young lady, when it comes to a boy, then a good father is his first hero. Uh, our Raymond, as she puts it, <laughs> will never know what it feels like not to be a priority from his father or go hungry. His father would move heaven and earth for his son. That gives me a level of peace that is unexplainable. A father's love is a gift. So thank you, baby, for that. I really, really appreciate it. And that is something that I do cherish because, again, my my circumstances coming up wasn't even close to where I at right now. But that is one thing that my son will never have to worry about is starving, the lights going off, water bill not being paid, what have you, or not having clothes on his back. So that's something, I, again, I take pride and responsibility in. So I'll pass you all real quick. Last quick thoughts for you all, too, and then I'll close the show out. So last quick thought on, on the father's. On the fathers to one of the greatest fathers that I work with. I love thank you, Ray. You, thank you, thank you. I love you for loving my sister, Selena. Mm. Um, you came into our life. Um, you are a wonderful boyfriend, fiance, father now. And I'm just blessed to know you. And, and, I, and I love you for Selena. Um, it's so wonderful to have girlfriends that have good men. Because, mm. I mean, that means my turn's coming soon. But right. I love it. I appreciate I, that. Selena, I do. I love you. And you know I love Ray for you. And y'all were meant to be. And, I, and I'm so glad that I am in the presence. Like I said, because I, I, I don't know any deadbeats. Mm. And I'm so glad to be in the presence of good men <laughs> yeah. that take care of their kids. I appreciate Like it. I don't have that bad story. Yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, any thoughts? Uh, I mean, as far as me, um, shout out like once again, shout out to all the uh, you know all my brothers, you know, friends, and you know, blood. You yeah. know, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Y'all inspire me beyond what y'all actually know. Um, you know, when my day comes, you know, have a kid. Yeah, I hope to you know hope to carry on like you know as you know the example that y'all set forth. Yeah. So. There it is. Uh, last quick thought I will leave. Uh, I see a lot of y'all online and I appreciate y'all being online and listening into this particular segment. Uh, Father's got a brand new uh, brag. Um, like I said earlier in the show, um, there's a narrative that's out there that talks about us and makes us look like we're in a bad light, uh, especially when it comes to black fathers. And I'm, that's why I'm doing this segment because I want to change that narrative. Anything I ever do in this world is to change that narrative because we are important. So don't let them convince you that we are not uh, it's funny how if we look in history, hate to go here, but I'm going to if you look at history, uh, certain people spent their lifetime trying to get rid of us and put us out the house, but then have the nerve to talk about our kids and say they don't have a dad when they took us out the house anyway, whether that's being locking them up, whether that's being lynched, what have you. That was the narrative. So we need to change that. So I will never be able to fall in love with this idea of seeing a story being told or what have you and not be present. I don't get turned on by those stories. You know, I do in a sense because I like to see mothers do what they do. Cause we know we got a lot of mothers out there that have been and grown and raised their kids, single parent home. So I give them all the love they deserve. I really, really do. My mother was one of them. So I, I give y'all that. It's just that when you look at that, sometimes when it comes around to this particular weekend, the, the love is kind of minimal. And I say that because, again, I put that video out. I asked for people to send me an email or DM. I'm not mad at y'all. Love y'all to death. But I not got zero responses whatsoever. And that just not to necessarily prove my point, but it proves my damn point. It is what it is. You know what I mean? We just don't get the same amount of love. And again, attention that, span is, short. Oh, attention yeah, span that is okay. <laughs> but I want us to change that because there's so many good men out here in the world doing, like I said, doing the best they can. When we have to look at where we are right now, when we see – our young children, our young boys, especially. And again, we got our young girls as well being taken out, of, taken out of this life from senseless crimes, whether it be by the police or whether it be by the hands of one of their friends. It's hard out here because when you start raising these kids right now, you know, you got to send them out into the world. Now we're in a space where I fear that. I mean, right now, my son, even when he goes outside on his scooter, I worry. And that's where we are. And that's, we talk about, like Angela kind of mentioned, that other job, that's on a job in itself. Because yeah. you have to be able to calm yourself down and be cool with, okay, let them fly. But but you know what I mean? Cause you, but you don't want them to fly too far because you're nervous. You want them to be able to come home. You want to be able to send them to school and they come home to you. Oh so there's so many things that we've got going on in our brain that we talk about mental health. But I got to give it up to you fathers because I know y'all mental health is in question as well because – this is a lot of burden that we carry, but we don't speak out about it because we are taught to stand up strong, back straight, tough, look a man in the eye and it's going to be all right. You got to mm -hmm. be tough. But I will honestly tell you, I'm one of them. I will sit down at home and I will get to that point to where it actually breaks me down because I worry so much about my child. Um, even to the point now, I will just say this. I don't know how y'all feel, how you want to feel. This is just me. But even to the point now, I, I've made the decision in my life not to even go there with the belt anymore because to me it's it's just this mentality that I don't feel like I need to beat him in order for him to hear me. I talk mm -hmm. to him like a man. That's it. When he knows, hey, you know what? Now it's time to have a man-to-man -man talk. He knows. You know, he knows how to look at me straight, stand straight up, no hands in the pockets. We talking now. And that intimidates him more than a piece of leather. 
So I've chosen that route yeah. for me. It may not work well, for everybody you're there, else. You there 24-7. You yeah, do mm-hmm. it may not work for everybody else. But it will. And, I, and then guess what? If I get it wrong. Hey. Okay. This, it is. Yeah, it, it, that's, that's just what it is. There's no yeah. handbook on parenthood. It ain't. It's, not at all. It, it, it what's going to work. And I want to say a shout out to Cobain. Yeah. Because Godfathers are everything. Mm, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. The uncles, the the mm-hmm. youth pastors, the pastors, mm-hmm. the football coaches, the basketball coaches, all those men that stepped in that you don't have kids mm-hmm. and you stepped in because you saw the need. I want to say thank you for that. Absolutely. I can't sure. tell you. My village has a whole bunch of men. <laughs> I got exes and they came to Olivia's graduation party and mm-hmm. all of them stepped in. And you know, I don't have no bad exes either. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I got two. You got that one. I got yeah, that one. No, I, I got one. that one. But you know, for most of the guys that we I dated are still in my kids' lives. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, Olivia wouldn't have a car if it wasn't for the ex. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alonzo will step up. Oliver has stepped up. I mean, these men have been in my kids' life their whole lives. Yeah. And even though we're not together, mm-hmm. they're still there for yeah. my children. So shout out to all, all the men all that, the fathers, that, yeah. that step up and, and, and do that father role when there's yeah. not a father, because that's important, too. Yeah. And let's not break away from the fact that, you know, us as a village, as a black village, you know, when we were coming up, of course, moms and dads always introduce us to particular male friends and uh-huh. or girlfriends. And we either call them auntie, of course, or TT, whatever, mm-hmm. and we, or we call them uncle such and such. Right. And I take that fully, too, because when you know, regardless of whether they have a father or not, you need to make sure whenever you're in the presence of other kids still be the man yeah. Oh, yeah, still be the man so they can see it be an example so they can see it you know because sometimes I mean whether we love it or not some kids when you're at home and you're under parents you act a certain way but when you get away from that uh, you still need to see another example out in the street so you know okay exactly. this is real this is what it's supposed to be so shout out to all my fathers man I, I love y'all so much man so enjoy uh, y'all's weekend uh, ladies do right by them please <laughs> do right by them show them that love uh, this weekend and, and, and beyond do not just don't you don't have to wait on that no, Sunday to don't. do that you know don't let so, it be a commercial weekend yeah there not at all 364 days Three, there you go besides this there you yeah. go so and men I will say this from now on when we're looking at this world and as I continue to move on and I've made it a habit of mine and this is due to a a wonderful friend of mine who's also passed now, my best friend. I will tell you and I think we all should adapt this. Yeah, we men, we we tough, we all that, we do whatever you want to be but never be afraid to tell another man you love him. Uh It's quite simple. Never be afraid to tell another man you love him, man, because they need that. We need that for one another. I promise you that, okay? Lastly, Cole, tell them where to follow you, man. Oh, okay. So on IG, you can follow me uh, at the real Cobain. You spell Cobain C O L E B A I N. On Facebook, it's two. You know, obviously because you need a first and last name, so I just split it up. Cole, first name, last name, Bane. Yeah. Uh, everywhere else is Cobain nine eighty. You know, yeah. uh, Cobain dot com coming soon. Go pick up Bane eight. You know, and obviously the other previous seven, along with um little EP I put out like uh beginning of the year, Love Cobain. You can catch that on, like I said, Apple, Tidal, Spotify, anywhere where uh, music is streamed and, you know, share it. There you go, man. We appreciate you coming through, man. No and not I appreciate only coming through sharing your, your your musical uh genes or whatever and also your midweek vibe and thing and, and sharing this conversation about fathers, man. I definitely appreciate you coming through, man. Right. We definitely have to have you back. Angelique, anything else you got? I want to say hey, but 
Quick shout out, Daphne! Happy birthday! Yeah, Daphne, happy Love birthday! You. I don't even know she's logged on, but happy That's birthday okay. she to my. See this record. Yeah, happy birthday to my big, my big head. I mean, <clears throat> beautiful. Sister Daphne, <laughs> we love you very much, Daphne. I don't. I think she's she's gone this weekend, so I won't be able to celebrate. I think, but I'll find. Out. I've been so busy having that time to call her, but she'll 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 get the love. Happy birthday, right free! Yeah. yeah, everybody. All right, y'all. So thank y'all so much uh, once again for joining us again. Happy Father's Day to all my fathers out there who you know. You don't have to get on Facebook and tell people. Exactly. You already know you're doing a good job. So, therefore, it shows up when you show up in the world. Okay? Every father out there, you don't need to get on Facebook and tell them, oh, I'm a good dad. We already <laughs> should know by the way you behave yourself. Okay? And also, of course, it is Juneteenth this weekend. Y'all celebrate like a mug because I don't no longer do the fourth. I will get down this weekend. That's just my personal. All right? So happy Juneteenth to everybody as well. And like always, fam, always remember faith and doubt are two completely different words, but yet they have the same thing in common. And that is they both believe in a future that has not happened yet. All falls down. Who you going to ride with faith or doubt? We'll hit the Red Boy Radio. This is Anthony Hamilton and you're listening to the Red Boy Radio. Brothers in the hood, in the high rises, on the mansions with the maids. We gotta come together, yo. Come on. Gotta stay strong <laughs> to endure this pain. I'm dealing with right now. It fits my whole life upside down. I don't want your help. I don't need your sympathy. No. What can the brother oh. do for me? <laughs> he can help.